Hello and welcome to the Holistic Healing Project with me, Dr. Lauren MacDonald. Each week I will be sitting down with a range of experts, thought leaders and other inspiring humans to explore how we can all bring more healing into our lives. I believe we all have the capacity to self-heal, to experience more joy, greater meaning and deeper connection. I really hope these conversations inspire and support you on your own journey back to wholeness. Welcome back to the podcast. It's lovely to have you here. And yeah, I just really wanted to connect with you because a lot has changed in the last few weeks and months. I'm sure many of us are experiencing just a general feeling of overwhelm or anxiety or maybe even fear because everything has suddenly just become really uncertain. It's amazing how quickly it's happened. And I know for a lot of us, we will be currently self-isolating or at least social distancing in our homes. And whenever we suddenly experience something, whenever our lives take a detour, something that we're not expecting, it can bring up a lot of emotions. I've had experience of that over the last few years. I know many of you will also have had big life challenges that have made you really stop and pause For me, it was not only my health that was affected, but it was the fact I could no longer work. So I lost my income very quickly. I couldn't pay my rent, so I lost my home. I had to move back to a different part of the country. It was a kind of domino effect. It wasn't just that my health had been affected. And I think that's what we're really seeing now for a lot of people. Obviously, some people are unwell. COVID-19 is affecting them. They may have even lost family members. I know that... We cannot escape the fact that some people are dying from this. It's a really scary moment in our history because, you know, it's, it's global, it's worldwide. So many people are being affected. For other people, maybe it's not their health, but it might be their financial situation they're really worried about, their job security. Maybe they've had to cancel their wedding. I've had to cancel my Bali retreat, which feels really trivial now. But, you know, I was really upset at the time and just frustrated that all of this work and effort that I'd put into planning a beautiful retreat was going to waste, really. I just want to say that that's okay as well. Like For a while, I felt a bit of guilt and shame around the fact that I was feeling sad that I wasn't going to Bali to run this retreat. And then I just took a step back and thought, you know what, we're all going through something here and every emotion is valid. In fact, we're going to feel all of the emotions in varying degrees, um, different people in different ways. But this is just the full spectrum of being human. Whenever we have our control taken away from us, I mean, control is such an illusion anyway, but we like to think that we're in control. We like to think we're steering our ship. And when things get turned upside down like they have at the moment, especially if you've already had maybe trauma in your history, it can make you feel very threatened, very reactive. And in this state of chaos and feeling out of control, there are steps that we can take, which have really helped me in the past. So I'm going to be sharing those with you today. Before I dive into all of that, I would just like to say the biggest thank you, just so much immense gratitude to all of the healthcare workers at the front line. I know you are working so incredibly hard in really difficult circumstances. This is an unprecedented time. And yeah, just the biggest thank you to everyone, not just doctors and nurses, but porters and cleaners and supermarket workers stocking the shelves and people who are still picking up our rubbish you know all of these workers that are still basically propping up society and keeping it going while many of us 
are at home and you know we are doing our own bit by being at home this is a really important part of it we are helping to flatten the curve by staying at home I know personally especially as a doctor I feel a moral obligation to be back at work helping on the front line and yet I know given my cancer history and the fact I've had immunotherapy not so long ago that actually I would be jeopardizing my health potentially you know the advice is is a little bit arbitrary at the moment but it suggests that I should be staying inside for 12 weeks and I know many of you listening especially if you are cancer patients yourself you will have received that text or that letter as well um, but it makes you feel a little bit helpless, I guess. And I think that's a feeling that maybe a lot of people, whether you're ill or not, are feeling. There's a, a helplessness and a hopelessness and definitely a collective sense of anxiety and fear. So even if you're not experiencing that anxiety or worry yourself, you can definitely feel that collective overwhelm and it's made so much stronger by the way the news is being portrayed and social media there's a lot of fake news out there as well as always so it's sometimes really hard to distinguish what is fact and what is fiction and what's been embellished and all of this is basically just fueling the fear response we are hardwired as humans to seek safety and seek a sense of control. So this uncertainty can be really challenging. And we go into this fear response. It's basically a very primal response when we feel threatened. It's what happens to animals when they're chased. And when they're chased by a predator, they run as fast as they can. You know, full sympathetic drive, cortisol, adrenaline. But then once they manage to escape from that, they can shake it all off. As humans, we don't really do that. We sit with it and we sit with that trauma, really, and let it overwhelm us. And it can lead to that fight, flight or freeze response. You know, you can be in the flight response, but then actually you sometimes can totally shut down and freeze and feel totally numb as well. There's ways that we can actually soothe that nervous system. So we don't need to stay in that state. It's not good for the nervous system to be overwhelmed by the sympathetic hormones of adrenaline and cortisol and what you want to do instead is come back into a more parasympathetic state so that is your rest and digest that healing state that's really nice for the body and you know when you're in it because you just feel it you kind of drop in and if you are a meditator or maybe a yogi or even if you just like to have your tea on your balcony or in your garden I'm sure you've experienced moments when your body just really takes a big sigh and releases any pent-up energy that you might be holding there's other ways that we can do this we can we can tap into that soothing state just by stimulating our vagus nerve and there's tools like breath work, which I discussed in my episode with the wonderful Anthony from Alchemy of Breath. And we can sing and we can chant. And obviously, I'm a huge fan of meditation. So anything that stimulates the vagus nerve and can help us just soothe our nervous system is really good for the immune system. And in this way, in a situation where we feel so out of control, it's these little acts that enable us to just have a bit of authority over our day and they're really helpful. Um, so I'm going to talk through a few more of these that just maybe you want to lean on at the moment. I'm sure many of you are already doing and practicing these, these various lifestyle measures to help you during this time, but I will just touch on them quickly. 
before moving on to the bigger topic that I really want to speak about, which is the fact that despite this being such a catastrophic, huge global event, there are also silver linings. That's not to downplay the seriousness of the situation. I'm not going to say any more on that right now. I'm going to come back to that shortly. But that's just something I want you to keep in your mind for now. So just going back to the lifestyle measures that I recommend um, leaning into right now. These are all tools that helped me immensely when I had stage four cancer. And again, when I was in the car accident last year and ended up basically self-isolating, I was on the sofa with a broken leg and a big brace um, in a wheelchair. And I wasn't able to really leave the house for about three months. I couldn't walk for six months. Fortunately, at the time, Uh, The orthopods didn't tell me it was going to take six months to walk. And I think that's also a really good lesson for right now is that we don't know how long this is going to go on for. And I keep hearing three months banded around. And I think that if we just work with that time frame for now, in my opinion, it will go on for a lot longer. But I think it's actually really good to just bring it back to the now because We do want that certainty. We do want that answer. But actually what happens is once you've got to that three-month period and you've actually realised you've kind of managed to navigate it okay and it's maybe not been as bad as you thought, then actually you have the willpower and the strength to just keep going. I'm sure many of you who've had big life challenges will agree with me when I say that if you can just bring it back to the moment, if you can become really mindful If you can just bring it back to your body, just place a hand on your heart and bring it back to your breath, all of the worries about the future start to melt away. And then just focusing on the things you can control in the present moment. It's really about awareness and coming back into the now. There's a lot of people now talking about there's things we can do to boost our immune system against coronavirus. I just want to acknowledge that actually you cannot boost your immune system it's about supporting your immune system you wouldn't actually want to boost your immune system because that can actually cause a lot of inflammation in your body you know with regards to coronavirus right now one of the things we want to avoid is basically something called a cytokine storm one of the reasons I imagine that the oncologists are a little bit cautious about people like me who have been on immunotherapy is that actually rather than having a suppressed immune system we're more likely to have a really big response with our immune system because our T-cells, part of the immune system, the brakes have essentially been taken off those cells. So yeah, I just wanted to address that because it's something I see all the time and it really niggles me. And it's, it's just semantics, but there's things that you can do to support your immune system. The simplest place to start is nutrition and food. Before I go into the things that I believe are really supportive and the science does back that up, I know that a lot of supermarkets are, let's just say the shelves are a little bit barer than normal. And in some supermarkets, you know, they're totally empty. And I just want to acknowledge that because just know that if you cannot get hold of these foods, if you're eating maybe even foods that you wouldn't normally eat, that you don't consider particularly healthy or you can't get hold of fresh fruit and veg just know that your immune system is naturally equipped to do a wonderful job so don't panic don't get anxious please don't worry that you will be putting your immune system you know almost threatening your immune system because it will naturally be doing for the vast majority of us at least 
a really good job at keeping you safe. Having said all of that, it's really sometimes just nice to know that there are things that you can do to potentially support your immune system. And the easiest way to do it is just to reduce sugar and any processed foods, any processed meats. I really recommend a plant-based diet, really a Mediterranean diet. So lots of vegetables, things like olive oil. Mediterranean diet has been proven time and time again to be the superior diet for our whole bodies, you know, especially for our gut health. The bacteria, fungi, viruses that live in our gut they love a Mediterranean diet and our immune system, there's about 70 to 80% of our immune system actually housed in our gut. So anything we can do, anything we can eat that helps that to just keep the gut bugs really diverse and looking after us for our immune system is really powerful. And the best way is just through fibre. So that's all your green leafy veg and things like prebiotics. And you get that through onions and garlic, asparagus, leeks, Um, green unripe bananas, Jerusalem artichokes, your gut bacteria love to feed on those kind of ingredients, things that contain, it's called inulin. So Jerusalem artichokes are really high in something called inulin. And it just means that it's food for your gut bacteria, which enables them to thrive and become really diverse. And then on top of that, you can also add in probiotic foods. And they're actually different in the way that they are adding bacteria so rather than feeding the bacteria these are adding bacteria to your gut good bacteria what's really good right now is a lot of these ingredients you can buy them in jars you can keep them in your fridge they keep for ages they're fermented so if you're worrying about food supplies really good to have some probiotic fermented foods so things like sauerkraut and tempeh kefir miso and if you don't like Dairy, if you're trying to steer clear from dairy, which I personally do, I really recommend trying to get some coconut kefir. You can still have kefir in that way. Your gut health just is so important. I cannot reiterate that enough. So it has the knock-on effect through the gut-brain access of really supporting your mental health as well. And I think we can all do with that at the moment. And also you can do that through things like breath work. Again, it all goes back to the vagus nerve. So all of these things that you can do to support your gut brain axis, which just really empowers you at a time when you feel quite vulnerable and out of control. So other things I recommend getting hold of, and again, please don't worry if you cannot find these in supermarkets, they are just suggestions, are things like mushrooms, um, specifically shiitake mushrooms are really good for your immune system. Brazil nuts contain selenium, again, really good for your immune system. And then your fruits, so things like citrus fruits for vitamin C, really colourful fruits like berries for polyphenols to feed your gut bugs. And then if you're feeling a bit fancy and you can get hold of it, things like crab are really good. They're high in zinc, which is good for your immune system. But you can get that in legumes. So, you know, your chickpeas, you don't need to always, especially if you're vegetarian or vegan, you don't need to focus on the seafood for your zinc. You can get it in other ways. And a huge one, which is really important and often overlooked, is herbs and spices. Things like your turmeric and your ginger. And I actually recorded an episode with Erin Lovell Verenda a few weeks ago. And it's up now. You can go back and listen to it. And it was all about how herbs can support your general health and well-being. But there was actually a segment about immune health. 
and she focused on medicinal mushrooms and some supplements that you can take but beyond supplements it was teas you know teas are so beautiful and such a lovely way to add in herbs to your daily life she suggested growing you know a plant box so growing your own herbs and right now maybe when you can't leave your house maybe something you can do is start a herb garden and just have it on your windowsill even if you're in a flat or an apartment and you can grow things like your thyme and your basil oregano anything that you could add to food that will actually be really healing and I do also have an episode coming up soon with the wonderful Dr Rupi from Doctor's Kitchen and we will be diving into food as medicine a lot more in that episode so this is just a slight overview I wanted to touch on it because right now I think we're just all looking for tools and ways that we can support our health and well-being and the well-being of our families so food is always a really good place to start I just want to say one thing about supplements as well, actually, because I know some health food shops, their shelves are completely bare. All of the supplements have been sold. But actually, you can get pretty much everything your body needs just from eating a whole food, varied diet with lots of vegetables and fruits. Having said that right now, if you do want to take a supplement, you could always consider a daily probiotic, a multivitamin, a fish oil capsule, and maybe some zinc. Again, it's not necessary most of us are not deficient in vitamins and minerals this is just some added support for your immune system right now if you feel you need it so that's what i'm going to say on nutrition and food and the things you can add in next i would like to focus on sleep because if i can yeah give one tip about your immune system it would be to focus on your sleep and it's often something that's not considered or overlooked but it's so important for most of us to get around seven to eight hours sleep a night And I know for some of you, it might be really difficult to get some sleep at the moment. When I was ill, I went through a stage of waking up at four o'clock in the morning every day. And it was so frustrating because I knew sleep was so important for my immune system, but I couldn't help it. And I'd wake up and I'd feel so anxious. And then I would get on my phone and be scrolling and looking for stories of survivors of stage four cancer. And I'd just go down an internet hole for hours sometimes. So I had to get really strict with myself. I made sure I kept my phone out of the bedroom, which I really recommend. And just start developing really good sleep hygiene if you don't already. Start trying to have a regular bedtime. Start maybe winding down a few hours before you go to bed, have a warm bath, anything that helps you to relax. And things like lavender sprays or magnesium sprays, you could just spray on your pillow and just make sleep a real sanctuary if possible. Another really good thing to be doing at the moment is exercising. And I know that things are changing all the time and that parks have recently closed so it maybe isn't quite as easy to get outside for your run or your cycle ride but if you can get outside just for 30 45 minutes do some exercise get hot and sweaty really good for your immune system and then on top of that if the sun's shining or to be honest even if it's not shining you'll get a good dose of vitamin d which is again really good for your immune system and just really good for your mental health in general to get outside it's really challenging when I was unable to leave the house on my own. So I was in Australia, all my friends and family were in the UK. Ben was at work eight, nine hours a day. And I'd have to wait till about five o'clock for him to come back and take me outside in the wheelchair. Those eight, nine hours every day, it felt long. It felt long and I missed being outside. I missed just the sunshine on my face. All the things you take for granted. So if you are able to, yeah, just just try and get outside if you can. 
if things change and you aren't able to go outside, just remember that there are so many amazing, generous people at the moment sharing their yoga classes and their hit classes. And yeah, it's actually a really good time to try something new. And obviously, as always, YouTube, there's amazing apps as well. And then some of your actual teachers, you know, from yoga studios, a lot of them are being really proactive and actually getting their classes up as well. So it might be a nice way to just stay connected with your community because isolation and just feeling lonely is is a big problem it's a big problem anyway before this pandemic it's affects your immune system you know we we know that the research shows us that loneliness is not good for health so I really invite you to stay connected in whatever way you can while you're at home whether it's a zoom call with friends and family or skype facetime or maybe just yeah joining your local yoga class that has suddenly become online there's also some amazing helplines that have been set up for people who don't feel like they've got anyone to speak to so just make sure you reach out also a lot of therapists and psychologists have moved their work online. So if you are struggling at home, again, just seek out support. Don't struggle in silence. Social isolation doesn't necessarily mean that we need to be completely isolated. It's just a term. And actually, there's an opportunity here to be really connected with people. This is a time when we're all in this together and everyone can empathise with what you're feeling um, have a lot of self-compassion through just for yourself like however you're feeling no matter whether you are feel like you're sailing through it but maybe you're in denial or maybe you're feeling a lot of anxiety and fear just send yourself love and know that whatever you're feeling is absolutely valid just go gentle and just speak to yourself with love as well when I was ill I got into the habit just naturally of when I was out walking the dog of <laughs> saying to myself you're doing so well. You know, I just keep saying it like you're doing so well, given how hard this is, you are doing so well. And I think there's something really powerful in the words that we use to speak to ourselves. There's some evidence that actually can really impact our physiology. And by that, you know, I mean our immune systems as well. So choose your words wisely, not only the words that you speak to yourself, but the words that you speak to other people. This is really a time to support each other it has just been beautiful to see how much support there's been in these communities around the world. Really looking after the vulnerable in our communities, the disadvantaged. It's so wonderful to see how many people have signed up to volunteer as NHS volunteers. For those of us who are at home, sat on the sofa, we're in a really privileged position. You know, for so many people, they maybe don't even have a roof over their head or food in their belly. So my hope is that this is actually the start of humanity really caring for each other again and stop being so individualistic. But we shall see. So just moving on from that, I would really invite you just as another lifestyle measure that you can take is to just have fun and laugh. If you are in the privileged position of being at home, maybe just step away from the news, step away from social media, watch a funny movie, listen to a great fun podcast, just get up and dance, have some fun. Dancing's so good for the immune system as well. Just shake it all out and just let go because it's very easy to feel a bit paralyzed at the moment. What we want to do is just keep our hearts open, keep our immune system healthy and just laugh. Laughing is so good for us anyway. It's good for our mental health. I know it's not always easy when you are really, really struggling 
the last thing you feel like doing is laughing. So maybe there the invitation is just to start moving. It's amazing how quickly you can shift your emotions. You know, we say emotion is energy in motion and sometimes your emotions can get stuck in your body. So anything that you can do to just move it out, that has a knock-on effect of just hopefully shifting you into a different state of being. Just try that if you're struggling at home. Just turn on some music and dance. If you are privileged enough to have family around you if you have connection then enjoy it it's hopefully you will look back at this time and see it as a gift to spend time with the people you love um, your immediate family I know when I had to move back with my parents I felt like a real sense of failure on lots of levels to begin with and then actually it became such a beautiful year just have spend time with them as an adult given how <laughs> difficult and challenging that year was we also had a really lovely time together so just hope 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 that you can enjoy your time together as well because it is so precious finally on that note just really encourage you to to feel into gratitude for your current situation and I know for a lot of us it's really hard. There's lots going on and it can be hard sometimes to think of things you're grateful for when life seems to be falling apart around you. But there are always things that you can find gratitude for. And just starting a simple gratitude practice, maybe writing down a few things in the evening, lovely things that have happened, or maybe you notice the sun was shining through your window in a particular way, just a moment of calm or something that's touched you during the day, I really recommend doing that. And then in the morning, if you can, again, just start a routine. It's so important when things are out of control and you're living in a different way to actually quickly get a routine together. And whether it's waking up and meditating or maybe doing your morning pages and if you haven't heard of morning pages I really recommend checking out Julia Cameron's book The Artist's Way. It's simply getting up and writing without thinking about it just three A4 pages of whatever's in your head just getting it all out onto paper. It's a gorgeous way to start your day it's really meditative. There's just so many ways you can start your morning it might be that you start a little exercise regime your yoga class your online yoga class whatever it is but I recommend starting that and sticking with it because it will just provide some structure in your day and it will really ground you and anchor you in the present moment maybe some gratitude practice in the morning as well it's a lovely way to start your day that really puts you in a state an open-hearted state of being and from that place you can give more you can offer up your services more to your community you can offer up more compassion and more love to the people around you if you're a parent I know you're really busy but the best thing you can do right now when your children are maybe feeling anxious and worrying what's going on and what's going to happen is actually looking after yourself first because you provide that stability for them. And if you are coming from that place of love and trust that, you know, we are going through something big, but actually we can navigate this, then actually that's a really beautiful way to start your day and, and just look after your children in this situation. I can only speak from my own personal experience and all I know is that every time I've gone through an adversity, whether it's an illness or financial worries or whatever it is, I have grown so much through it. 
I have gratitude for that growth. I don't necessarily have gratitude for the illness or for the experience, but I have so much gratitude for the growth that I experienced because this is really an opportunity for everyone. It's a collective, you know, we're, we're probably never going to have another time like this in our lifetime where the whole of humanity is being affected in some way and we have a chance here, like, we couldn't continue on the trajectory we were going as as a planet. And suddenly we have almost been gifted, and I'm not going to go as far to say as coronavirus is a gift because it really isn't, and I'm so aware of the devastation and, and just suffering it is causing around the globe. And yet I can't help but just be curious about why has this happened now when we weren't waking up and no one was listening and people were even denying climate change and yet we were just destroying our planet and living so unconsciously. Now we're suddenly all being forced to really slow down and sit with ourselves and seek the truth as well. You know, there's so much noise out there. And actually, this is an opportunity to sit with ourselves and think, OK, what's this all about for me? Why am I here? What's my purpose in this world? What gives my life meaning? What are my values? How can I be of service? And just be really grateful for being alive. A lot of people are scared of dying and it's not something we talk about. And there are people dying in this situation. Of course there are. But there are people dying every day of various different diseases and illnesses and accidents. And yet we ignore it a lot of the time. We don't acknowledge that we are all mortal and we are all going to die. And actually... Sometimes just by becoming aware of that, it can really change how you live. Definitely having cancer changed how I live. It made me really question things. I think if we can all lean into that now, if we can all use this pause to just pivot, really. Pivot in how we're living, pivot in how we're treating our planet, pivot in how many flights we're getting, you know. Maybe this was my lesson. Maybe this is a lesson I need to learn is actually... Because of having I've been doing a long distance relationship between Australia and the UK for, for quite a few years now, and it means I've taken a lot of flights, I've done a lot of traveling, and actually I do have a sense of guilt. Every time I get on a plane, I do feel guilty because it makes me a hypocrite. I really care about this planet, and I'm so aware of the devastation that we are causing on it, and yet I'll get on a flight. And I thought, do you know what? I'm actually grateful that I'm not getting on that flight. Um, the flights, all of the planes have been grounded. Like, how wonderful is that? In a way, like this is such a beautiful, beautiful chance for our world to just take a breath. And we're already seeing that in China and Italy, pollution levels have gone down. And in Venice, the dolphins are back in the rivers, in the canals. What beauty to see in the midst of chaos and tragedy. So... Guess more than anything, I would just love to invite you to recognise that silver lining that's going on and use this opportunity to maybe turn off Netflix, maybe just sit with yourself because we're all so busy and we're all so distracted in our day-to-day -day life and actually sometimes we need these moments to sit with ourselves and of course we don't have to all, you know start to save the world from this small period of time and yet there will be some of us who maybe come up with incredible business ideas or ways to really bring the world together and that's what I hope I there's there's a lot of hope in me and maybe I'm too optimistic I don't know but this is an opportunity that we have and it would be such a shame to waste it so yeah if you can I know 
Netflix and there's so many things that we can distract ourselves with but you'll be amazed at how quickly this time passes. I know at the end of the three four months I spent on the sofa last year there was a lot of things I actually hadn't got around to doing and I had been productive. I had set up a website and I had set up a retreat company and I had listened to a lot of podcasts and watched a lot of really interesting documentaries and read some books I wanted to read. And yet I had a lot more I wanted to do. So yeah, just know that this time will actually go quickly, even if day to day it feels slowly. I know for many of you, you're probably already experiencing that Groundhog Day. Definitely. I know I felt like that very quickly. And again, I'm feeling it now. And yet by the end of it, you'll probably wish you had a bit more time to get creative and really tap into yourself and your mission in this world. I've just gone off on a bit of a a rant about that, but it's something I feel really passionate about because not many of us get that chance. And yet we suddenly all have this collective opportunity and we are very much all in this together And we are also all able to help flatten the curve and save lives, which is incredibly powerful. And yeah, we all just have an opportunity to emerge kinder, more compassionate, more loving people. What a time to be alive in lots of ways, despite despite the fear and the uncertainty. And I think that we will all emerge more grateful for our lives when this is over. When I first managed to get down the road on my crutches after weeks and weeks spent inside I cried when I got to the cafe it was the first time I managed to get there and I was so overwhelmed of and just being able to have my independence back and order a coffee and sit in the sunshine and listen to the birds and just be immersed back in life the hustle and bustle of life I was just so grateful I just sat there and cried and the lady here in the cafe came out and started speaking to me and ended up giving me a big hug. And I was so grateful for that hug. And I imagine right now, so many of us are not able to touch each other. And it's such a human trait. You know, we're tribal animals. We're meant to touch each other. And yet day to day, a lot of us don't. Imagine if we just come out of this more tactile and more loving and kinder. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be interesting. I'm really curious to see what happens. I appreciate it's not it's not easy. We're in a really uncertain time, but all we can do is once we've taken some control, once we've maybe addressed our diet and the way that we're living our day-to-day life, you know, we've got a routine in place and we're looking after our family, you know, we've, we've done the things that we can control. Beyond that, it's just a case of surrender. And there's something really beautiful that happens at the moment of surrender as well. It's that complete letting go, which so many of us are clinging on. And actually, I think that's where the suffering really comes. We cling and we cling and we cling. And actually, when you let go, sometimes that's when the universe just delivers amazing opportunities. You start to see life in a different way. We really are all connected here. The more of us that can surrender and lean into the fact that we're all being supported and loved and Mother Earth is actually looking after us, I think that you will find it much easier and you will feel less anxiety and less fear. So I know it's a process, it takes time, but I hope that we can all get there. So I just want to leave you with a quote and it's a quote that I added to my old cancer blog years ago and it's by Albert Camus. It goes, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. And that makes me happy, for it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me there is something stronger, 
something better pushing right back. And I think it's just so lovely. This idea that no matter what's going on around you, there is an inner core, an inner being that has has got this. Once again, just sending you all my love, especially everyone on the front line just yet. Immense, immense gratitude for you all. Stay safe, stay socially distancing, stay washing your hands. And most importantly, stay looking after each other. And just remember that this too shall pass. I will be with you again very soon. Please remember that whilst I am a qualified medical doctor, I am not your medical doctor. So whilst we often talk about health and well-being and we give out tools and tips and sometimes discuss topics that are a little bit fringe or alternative, this is very much for information only. It is not individual medical advice. So please, if you have any health concerns, make sure you go and see your own practitioner.